0: Hello, welcome to Otaku American. This podcast is brought to you by myself, Mike, and my co-host and brother, LeBaron. If you are unaware of what an otaku is, let's just say they are people that enjoy anime, manga, video games, and cosplaying. Let's start with the anime we have seen recently. I have a friend at work that has been telling me about an anime on Crunchyroll for weeks now and so i decided while i had a bunch of days off to go out and see this anime i actually ended up seeing most of the episodes within the like first day it's an ongoing anime called uh, attack on titan attack on titan right i was a little apprehensive of actually uh watching any of the animes my friend Recommended not because he's a bad judge of character when it comes down to anime It's mainly because I just didn't know He watched the anime, and I wasn't sure what to expect from the animes. He actually watches uh, He mentioned two animes actually one was hunter hunter or hunter x hunter and the other one was uh, Attack on Titan hunter hunter uh, looked a little too cartoonish so I started with Attack on Titan And I'm glad I started on Attack on Titan Because to me, I really, really like this anime uh, It's an ongoing anime as of right now So, you know, I think it's up to well, Country Roll is up to 12 13 is about to come on uh, Probably today or tomorrow as of this podcast
1: uh, LeBaron, you watched uh, Attack on Titan How did you feel about it? I liked it a lot actually I was actually kind of surprised at how good it was because when I'm watching in the opening credits I'm looking and I'm looking at these Titan looking monsters and I'm like this doesn't look like it's gonna be that good but after watching the first episode it actually turned out to be really great I mean they actually have pretty good character development plot twists and the Titans themselves are kind of surrounded in a mystery that you know eventually are going to unfold, which they haven't really explained in the first twelve episodes yet, but they kind of touched on it. So I'm, I'm going to keep watching it because I actually you know want to know exactly what's
0: going on with it. But like I said, it was it is an ongoing uh, anime on Crunchyroll. I believe it has uh, it's on episode thirteen coming up now. And it really only has, it's slated for 25 episodes, plus an OVA. So I'm hoping that it does well enough that they'll come out with maybe a second and a third season. But we all know anime doesn't usually, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It seems like the, the ones that are like the most goofy actually get like multiple seasons. The ones that send, tend to be actually pretty good end up getting maybe one, two seasons tops. So uh, I'm gonna keep my eyes open for that anime and I'm definitely gonna start keep watching it. You know, if he, if he recommends more anime like this, I might have to put him on the show. So even though he's apprehensive of doing it, I've mentioned it to him a couple times. Some of the other animes I've been watching is, I finished, well, I finished watching this anime about a while ago, maybe two, three months ago. Actually, probably longer than that. Uh, it's called Kokoro's Basketball. Um, Kokoro's basketball is basically a uh, basketball team, a high school basketball team. Um, I think it's called Seren High. That um, this unassuming, basically he plays point guard. Point guard, unassuming uh, Japanese student was part of what they called in the anime the Generation of Miracles. The general, Generation of Miracles consisted of five players. Playing different positions from center to point guard, they were like head and shoulders better than everybody else in um, the anime, based upon their, you know, their natural born talent and the talent they have cultivated throughout that time frame in middle school. So then they all decided to go um, to different high schools. So there's like one in one um, high school. I forgot the name of some of these high schools offhand. In the first 25 episodes, you see up the at least three of the five uh, starters playing against Seren High in the anime. To me, it was a little weird. I like the anime. I'm a sports nut, also. Aside from you know Taku, and it's weird because you know living in America, basketball players, um, basketball is one of the ma- one of the major sports in this country. And when we see high school players, high school players tend to be, you know, I, me personally, I'm six foot three so a lot of basketball players tend to be my height and they play point guard two guard even small forward to some extent and in this anime the point guards are like five seven five six and the centers are like my height and to me there are some centers in like in the general generation of miracles i think they did have a center who was like six ten and uh they had a, a power forward who was like six 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 five something like that, and they have other foreign players in the um, anime. Like one that I can think of offhand, and he's like I believe his name was Papa, or they they nicknamed him Dad or something like that. And uh, he was probably I think six 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 seven something like that. But it's just it's I find it a, a bit amusing that you know they're talking about how these players are so good and everything else. And you gotta when you're watching anime, you gotta put it in perspective as we're talking about Japan, in which the average height in Japan, I believe, is like five seven, five eight. So they rarely have people who are over six foot in that country. And if they do, I'm sorry. I'm just going off the top of my head based upon uh, their natural their National averages. Ultimately, I like the anime mainly because you know the the action scenes within this anime on the sport itself of basketball were done exa- extremely well, um, especially for our anime and especially for it, it's obvious the people who made this anime really really love basketball because you know I've never seen I've seen other anime basketball animes and usually. First of all, there's not that many animes that I'm aware of that are, um, basketball-based. There's a lot of baseball, there's a lot of soccer, there's even some football ones, and I believe iShield 21 was a football one, um, like American football. But, uh, I liked how this anime was actually done, um, for the actual basketball elements and the different, you know, uh, they have one character, he's, uh, he was an exchange student here in America, and he went back to Japan, and he's trying to find players that are on par with the players he met in America. So, you know, he was contemplating. I believe at one time he was contemplating coming back, but um, he found the generations of uh, the generation of miracles, and I guess they're the type of opponent he really he was really searching for in Japan. And, and Kokoro himself is just like. You know, he's like five, six, five, five, something like that, and um, he's very unassuming. A lot of people don't even notice. Like in the anime, he gets people <laughs> practically run over him on a regular basis. They don't even realize he's there half the time. So, like the main, um, one of the main characters, Kagami, who is the one who's the, who was an exchange student in America. He sits... He's at like a McDonald's or something like that. some fast food place. And he's eating. And he sits down and he starts eating. And then he happens... He almost chokes because it turns out Kokoro's sitting right across from him. He didn't realize he was there. He don't know when he got there. As it turns out, Kokoro tells him that, you know, he was sitting there the whole time and you didn't notice me. So... But when uh, Kagami and Kokoro played a one-on-one matchup, Kagami just totally destroyed Kokoro. And... What he didn't realize was Kokoro's game is not um, an offensive game, really. It's more or less a, you know, a team-based game where he does a lot of amazing passing and things of that nature. So, and the anime pretty much shows how he loves basketball, he loves playing as a team, whereas the rest of the generation of Miracles, they really weren't, you know, originally they were playing as a team, but as time went on and they got better and better, they uh, fell away from that so and it was up to it basically Kokoro's was taking it up upon himself to teach these guys back to have these guys learn the the game based upon a, uh, a team-based game because they the other five members feel that you know if I'm better than anybody else who can stop me so and there's some actually pretty good players depicted in this game, so, in this no, game in this uh, anime so I'm really looking forward Unfortunately, there's only a season one There hasn't been another season announced yet I, I believe the season two has been announced Actually, now that I think about it And they've uh, started Doing, uh, they started creating ep- the uh, Episodes in that season So I'll be definitely looking forward To that, uh, especially Crunchyroll Or whoever, putting that um, Anime on their uh, Site is there an anime that you're watching that you literally finished, or you finished like quite a while ago, or anything like that,
1: LB? Um, well, there's a couple of animes that I finished quite a while ago, but since it was so long ago, I, I really have to rewatch the anime again to actually give an accurate account on what exactly happened through it, what it likes, what I didn't like, because I can only really remember like, bits and pieces of certain ones that I've watched before. I think the most recent one that I finished, though, was Bleach. And I can't even really say that I finished that because... That's an ongoing um, anime, isn't it? Well, see, it's an ongoing anime, but they took it to a point and just kind of stopped making episodes, whereas the manga is still going. So, you know, it's more like it's an ongoing manga. The anime was really great, though. I mean you're watching it and you're actually watching Ichigo have his ups and downs Work through things, have his emotional problems Pretty much just like anyone else on the planet But what I found kind of strange was There's still like a mystery shrouded around how he was actually How he actually came into being Because apparently there's things There's things that factor in with him that Don't factor in with anyone else that's ever existed according to them so he's kind of got like a mystery on what's going on in his head in his body and they never they kind of touched on it but they never really fully explained exactly what was going on especially when it was one point where he lost all of his powers and he met a group of people that were born with a different kind of special power and they gave him Well they actually, I don't know if they remade a pendant of his that he was given before or if they found the same pendant he had and in in a way taught him how to channel his new power through that. And eventually he got his old power back and combined it with his new power but pretty much after that they stopped the whole anime. And I'm looking and I'm watching the anime and I'm like, that's it? There's not gonna be anything else? Well with Bleach they always had a tendency of just
0: stopping because they just ran out of episodes like they didn't think like they were just making episodes on the fly while they were looking at the uh, source material being the manga so and that's one reason why I stopped watching Bleach I I think I stopped watching like we were talking earlier before we started the show um I stopped watching Bleach probably 2009. Um, I'm not sure about the time frame. I'm saying maybe 2009, but I know I stopped watching it around the time that they replaced uh, squad captain um, uh, Eisen. He got uh, thrown off the, uh, uh, what is it, Soul Reaver uh, squadrons. Yeah, the Soul Reaver squadron. And Shima they replaced Dami. him, excuse me? The Shima Dami. Yeah, they replaced him with uh, somebody else. Somebody with green hair, I think, or something. And then I just really just stopped watching it altogether. So um, I'm not really one. I, I may I may start watching again. Like, I just really started watching Naruto back again. But Well, now it's time for the first song that we're going to play uh, for one of our breaks. And I'm going to give it to L.B. to select what, what song he would like to listen to
1: uh the, th- the song i had in mind was one of the opening theme songs for the anime bleach when you know it was still airing in a way it is but it isn't but the song i'm not sure if i'm saying it's right but it's Uverworld the techno life <laughs>
2: tensu
1: well, that was Uber World D Techno Life, one of Bleach's opening themes from the anime. So, right now we're going to be talking about
0: uh, some of the video games that we're interested in and some of the video games we plan on playing. playing. Uh, me personally, I. Uh, I was part of the kickstarter for planetary um, planetary annihilation and there was a game that was a game in which you uh create it's an rts and you create your own base and everything else and um it's all robots and you know me i for the most part from what i've discussed on earlier on the first episode i'm I'm a little partial to robots, anything that's involving robots. And this, uh, this game itself is you make your own robots, you go against somebody else's robots, you make your own base. Uh, they had a game before called, I believe it was called Total Annihilation, and it was strictly just you building your own base and building your own robots on uh, a map. With Planetary Annihilation, you do the same thing, except now you have actual planets in which you could build your base on um, a planet shared with your opponent. And then, if you start running out of you know room or something, you can fly out to like an asteroid, or you can fly out to like a uh, another planet. And the planet could be totally different from the planet that you originally started building on. So you have different um, resources that's to your avail, to your uh, disposal, and you know it on I believe on the demo that they showed uh they showed um, people making a, a planet you well going to another planet uh building you know their robots shipping them back to the planet to fight the other uh your opponent, and then it got to a point where <laughs> dude just uh just built a uh, support over to an asteroid built rockets onto that asteroid and flew the asteroid directly into the planet to destroy the planet and your opponent and i thought that was just phenomenal i was like when i saw that i was like oh and i found out it was from the people who made uh total annihilation i was like oh i'm done i have to i definitely have to uh give to this um and make sure this becomes a game any way possible and I believe the game is coming out this fall. Um, I believe it's on Mac, PC. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not on console because it's an RTS and it's rare that RTS is on console gaming. Um, it would be great if it was on a console. Yeah, but the only RTS that really worked on a console really was like Halo and anything that was like Microsoft associated. Because what was it? It was Halo Wars, Wars and there was another one. Command & Conquer was on the Xbox Yeah but that wasn't really all that good uh, so. I don't know it worked out pretty well Yeah, I guess But um yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, That's the game that I'm pretty much Stoked on uh, playing And waiting for it to come out Now I'm supposed to receive the game I think Before it actually comes out I'll definitely be waiting for that game Is there a game that you're looking forward to Coming out
1: Currently LB well, the game that I was looking forward to coming out has already came out. I was actually looking forward to Defiance because I wanted to play that because it's pretty much for Xbox, PlayStation, and the PC, and everyone can play together on the same server. Not to mention it's an, uh, an MMO, you know, a massive multiplayer online game. So I was in the store with you the other day, and I'm looking at Defiance for the Xbox, and I'm looking at the price, and I noticed that it went from, like, $60 down to, like, $39. Did it? Yeah. I would have gotten it if it was $39. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it dropped, like, twenty twenty one dollars 21 And this is, like, a brand spanking new game. And I wonder It's not if, that brand spanking new. Yeah, but it hasn't been out that long. So I'm wondering why did it drop down that price in this short amount of time? You know, I can tell you
0: why I dropped down in price in this short amount of time. It's not that the game... Because I played the beta, and the beta wasn't that bad. I actually enjoyed playing the beta. The problem I had was when the game came out, they wanted to charge me 60 bucks for the game. Now, on PlayStation specifically, there are games that are MMO games that are similar to that game. Mm-hmm. For instance, last week I spoke about uh, Dust 514. That game is free to play. You buy, whatever, you buy whatever you want to play. You buy whatever you want to buy, and that's it. Um, and it's not a pay-to-play or a pay-to-win type game. So for Defiance to come out and be charging, to charge me 60 bucks, plus they're going to still charge me for things like if I wanted better equipment, I'm not willing to spend the $60 right off the bat. I'm really, I might. Considering we both are interested in the game, I might go back and get it today for 40 bucks, But I would prefer for the game to be free. It, whether it's free on PlayStation through PlayStation Plus. Where PlayStation Plus, a lot of times when you have PlayStation Plus, they'll allow you to play games for free. Yeah, because you're um, playing the yearly charge. Because you're paying, well, you're paying, a mo- I pay only the three-month p- charge thing. So, as of really? right now, I don't have the three-month charge thing, it, my three month thing uh, expired. I don't do it every three months, but I do it, you know, for three months and I take advantage of it as much as possible.
1: Well no, just like the out. PlayStation Network and the Xbox, you know, either one, I'm going to pay the yearly subscription because that's actually the cheapest way to go. It is the cheapest way to go, but the problem is I'm not home enough to play my Xbox or PlayStation. I don't even have an Xbox anymore so yeah but if you're even gonna have that service on either one it, it, it'll it just make more sense you just buy the yearly pass well because, you know, I mean I know to some people paying like $20 for like three months seems cheap but you're just gonna keep paying that over and over again but it,
0: I have a set where it's not reoccurring but uh, to talk about something different um, it's weird because I had a friend at work recently tell me about a uh the playstation three update that's been breaking people's consoles and that's a serious that's a serious situation right there especially since you got a, a new console coming out and i believe it's the update 4.45 that's been breaking people's consoles and basically that uh... update is supposed to keep the system stable but by doing that it um, it's been breaking people's stuff breaking people's consoles and my friend mentioned that he believes that it's only bricking people's consoles in which they have hard drives that they took out and placed another hard drive in. And I guess the system is not, you know, understand, it's not really um, allowing for... Because basically all the... Basically, I from what I gather, the update is basically trying to figure out who's got something going on extra with their console. Because when you take out... With, me personally... I'm as tech as most people would get but I had no intentions of just taking my hard drive out of my console and putting a new hard drive in the only time I would do something like that is if I planned on um, hacking my console and I believe that update is trying to figure out who's been hacking their console and the people who've either had hacked consoles or had hard drives that they take out they've taken out and put their own hard drive in,
1: those are the consoles that have been breaking Uh, you know what I really think game developers and yeah, pretty much any game developer, the people that made the consoles, I mean, yeah, I know you feel a certain way about people bricking their consoles and hacking them, this, that, and the third, but you need to take into account that they paid for that console, so you need to mind your own business. Regardless of how you feel about it, they can do whatever they want with it because they gave you their money for that console. It's not like you gave it to them for free. I mean, I could understand you gave them a free console, so please don't do this, please don't do that. But what you're not realizing is most people who are willing to hack their console, they're not buying games.
0: They're not buying games. They're taking games, they're stealing them, and they're placing them on their console. They're not hacking their console with the intent to buy games so that they can play those games on their console. No, they are hacking their console so that they can get pirated games And play them on their console. And I can see why Sony, or Microsoft for that matter, or any game console manufacturer, would have an issue with that. If you were hacking your system with the intent of buying games and then just keeping them on your hard drive and playing and doing that, then you technically don't have to hack your system. I'm not bashing people who do that. I have a lot of friends who do that. But, you know, uh, for me, it's just not, not worth it. Because I'm not going to search the internet to find these like even though it's not really that hard but to find these hacked games and then you know or buying or like renting them from Redbox and then putting them on my hard drive or whatever else but to me it's just not worth it now there's some people who feel that it's worth it and they do it and that's on them and i understand what you're saying in regards to once you pay for the system that's your system what you do with that system is on you but when it comes down to you doing something that's illegal on your hacked system that's when the company that built that system has a right to saying hey we're gonna shut you down for when you do things of that nature
1: and why is it illegal? some guy says oh no he's getting hacked games now i can't be as rich as i was before these dudes aren't rich the people who make these
0: games aren't rich the people who produce the games they're rich I didn't, say it would do people, people. I didn't say it was the people who make the games that say that yeah but the people who make the games you want them to be uh, have, make money off of these games because then if they make a quality game they're more likely to come out with another quality game the producers of these games don't care one way or the there's other. no guarantee that'll happen especially if people are hacking and um, pirating the games that I can guarantee it won't happen because plenty so. of people have made good quality games and just never made any more there have well, been people one who made other games. There have been people who made other games and made quality games and came out with more
1: games. Well, yeah, the of, of there have been. But there also have been people that, for whatever reason, haven't made any more games. Either the company fell apart, or they just got disbanded, or something crazy happened, and they just didn't make any more games.
0: Well, uh, the video games industry, just like the television market, the uh, radio market, the uh, movie market... The people who buy these things, who are uh, part of these situations, they tend to uh, be a bit uh, fickle. And one minute they like it, the next minute, eh, I'm not really feeling that right now. I'm not buying anything else. It also comes down to the video game um, developers, too, because sometimes when they find something, a genre that's actually doing well, they'll go out and they're... They'll start making all these extra They just keep coming out with more And more and more and more and more of these games Over and over again Case in point, Call of Duty They come out Call of Duty like every year Sometimes every six months they come out with another Call of Duty, matter of fact, they're coming out with Call of Duty Ghosts So, Or Need for Speed Need for Speed when it first came out Was very good, I love Need for Speed But now they come out every year They just EA just announced that they're going to Pretty much stop doing that. But, like, if you're a sports game, sure, it'll come out every year because players change, teams change, things happen. But a racing game or a first person shooter, there's no reason for these games to be coming out over and over again. That's just them being greedy and oversaturating the market with too much of the same game.
1: Yeah, so you're speaking of Call of Duty, Whenever I go into a gaming store, or pretty much any store that sells games, and I, you know, I'm saying to the employee that works there, I don't like Call of Duty, pretty much any game that's like that, well, any game that's exactly like that. I don't like Call of Duty. I always get people in the store looking at me like I have three heads, like what's wrong with you? And I'm like, "Man, I have to bring up this argument every single time." I'm like, "You know what? Listen. I don't like Call of Duty. It doesn't entertain me in any way, shape, or form, mainly because I don't want to do a job that I've previously done and not get paid to do the job, especially when I don't exactly like doing the job. I mean, a lot of you weren't actually in the military. I was, so I actually did the job that you're playing this game doing, and I'm not going to do it again unless I'm getting paid to do it. I always bring up an example. I'm like, you know, let's talk to the guy who's working here at... GameStop for example let's say they, EA makes a game called GameStop employee and it just happens to be a hit and people like it and all this that and the third I seriously doubt that game would be a hit because I'm just saying you know I'm talking to the guy and I'm like you know would you play this game when you're doing this job right now would you play this game even though it's a hit with this many people and, and not get paid to play the game I, let me take it
0: from... Uh, let me take your example. Being that I used to work for GameStop, Babbage's, and all the rest of them before they all merged together. And to be honest with you, probably the first time, yeah, I would play it. Just to see if it's similar to how uh, to the job experience that I had with, these, uh, with this company. But will I keep buying it over and over again? Probably not. But people will play it the first time. So, you know, that's on them, really. So, But uh, let me talk about this. It's weird that PlayStation, well, Sony and Microsoft, they're coming out with new consoles probably in the fall, probably around November, the PS4 and Xbox One. But yet, at the same time, they come out with remolds of of their current-gen systems. Like uh, Microsoft has come out with a third or fourth version of the Xbox 360. And PlayStation, Sony came out with uh, the PlayStation 3, the sliding tray one, uh, about a few months ago. Now I've heard pretty decent things about these uh, remotes for the consoles, but to me they're just excessive. Why? If I have now, if I had a fat PlayStation, yeah, I probably end up, excuse me, I probably end up going out and buying one of these, uh, one of these new PlayStation remotes, which I did. I end up getting the Slim. Mainly because my fabulation broke down and and conked out completely. And I uh, bought my girlfriend the the slim Xbox 360. Mainly because the Xbox 360 I had, which I eventually uh, got rid of. um, My original Xbox 360 literally conked out on me. And I ended up getting a new one. I think at the time I got the uh, Halo Reach one, which I liked it. But to me... I rather, if, rather than going for them spending time coming out with these remold consoles. Why don't you just focus on the new gen coming out? Besides, I spoke to someone in GameStop when we went to GameStop yesterday, and he said that uh, Sony said they're only going to carry the uh, current gen for seven months after the uh, new console comes out. So why bother coming out with another remold of? Your existing gen, your your existing check uh, tech that
1: are out, that's out now.
0: What do you think about that?
1: Well, I can agree with you there. It all, uh, it all just kind of looks like the same thing to me. I mean, I mean, they might put an extra light bulb on it and make it turn a certain way, but you know, you turn the game on and it pretty much plays the same games, and there really aren't any substantial differences to me especially when it comes to like Microsoft Microsoft has pissed me off badly but you know I still have an Xbox and I like it because you know I like the games that I have for plus you got a lot of friends on there yeah there's a lot
0: of friends you have a lot of friends you probably have a, a pretty decent uh Gamer score,
1: you know, nobody, I don't know too many people who still pay attention to that anyway. Look, but um, what really killed it for me though was the so called backwards compa- compatibility the 360 has with the regular Xbox games. Why would you even put that on the Xbox 360 if it wasn't backwards compatible with even half of the games that came out for the Xbox? I mean, there are games that came out for Xbox that have been big hits that just won't play on the 360 and it's like why is this function even here if it only plays the bad games well first of all when you have backwards compatibility backwards compatibility really
0: shouldn't be something that you uh need out of your console if the new console coming out has good games you probably won't be playing those games anyway like for instance i have jet set radio future for the original xbox And I love that game. That's like one of my all-time best games. I love that game. But I don't play it. Why? Because there's games that are on the current gen that I end up enjoying more so than if I were to go back and play that game. Plus, if push came to shove, just keep your console. To trade your console in for a new console, take it from someone who worked at GameStop. It's really not worth it. Because you'll turn around and you want to buy it. You're going to either want to buy this console again so you can play these old games you had before. Um, or but when you do that and you go back to GameStop to buy it they're going to charge you all kinds of money for it because that's their business model they sell you stuff that you already had because they know eventually you're going to want it back
1: yeah but see what I'm saying is it's not necessarily a need but since they decided to put it on the console it should be able to play the games that you previously had for your old console that you loved and you know, it's kind of it would be a lot more convenient to be able to play both of those games on the same console. You shouldn't have to switch between the two consoles. I mean, you can do that, but it's more convenient just playing on one console. Now, one of my favorite games that was for the Xbox is Castlevania Curse of Darkness. And for whatever reason, that game is never going to be playable on the 360 unless you mod your Xbox 360. Well,
0: Yeah, we'll just leave that at where it is Um, there is something um, last week we mentioned something about the Android consoles, the uh, OUYA and the uh, what was it, the OUYA and the GameStick and the Mojo but I completely forgot about um, the other console that's supposedly out, technically the company, the main company for the console says that it's, it doesn't exist, but the people who manufacture the hardware is saying that it does exist, and they are working with um, Valve in regards to this. And no, that once fun. I once I mention Valve, I'm sure most of you already know what I'm talking about, and that's the Steam Box. <laughs> the Steam Box, uh, I believe it's X3 or XI3, uh, makes the hardware, and they said they're working hand in hand with Valve in regards to it. So technically. For all intents and purposes, it is the Steam box, but um, it's supposed to come out sometime at the end of July or something to that effect, and um, or maybe August. Um, personally, I don't use Steam enough to actually even wanna use uh, a dedicated uh, hardware for that game, for that um, service. Instead, I just use it on my, um, I believe I only use it on my MacBook. I don't really use it on anything else, not on my H or my uh, IBM compatible or anything of that nature. But um, I will definitely uh, be looking out for the Steambox box information. Or would you be interested in possibly getting a Steambox? I don't know how often you play con- well, not console
1: but PC games in general. So, but are you interested in that? No, I think I might get that cuz I play PC games. Oh, let me just mention
0: this. Uh, the the Steam Box itself, from what I was told, it's like high-end PC um, price. It's like you know, probably no less than a thousand dollars. So wonderful. And, yeah, and it's about yeah. the size it's about the size of a GameCube. The one I saw was about the size of a GameCube. So it's not, you know, it's not like uh five because we're complaining last week, we were complaining about the five, uh, four or five, six hundred dollar <laughs> prize tag, but yet the scene box is gonna come out and it's gonna be like
1: no less than a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm so, not getting that, never mind. So you know. scratch that last thought. Abort, retry, fail. Yeah, you know, no, not no, not getting
0: that, no. So, now we've gotten to that point in which we're going to be introducing our second song. And our second song is going to be um, off of, it was the title uh, track off of um, Air Gear. And it's called uh, Chain, Is the name of the song, and the people who make the song is called uh, Back On. So that was back on uh, Chain from the Air Gear opening, the opening theme for Air Gear, which is a uh, anime that was basically about roller skating. It's it reminded me a lot of uh, Jet Set Radio, which I mentioned earlier. So, but I, I did enjoy that anime. It was a pretty good anime. Um, I wish they'd come out, hurry up and come out with the second season already. They've already announced it. They've already started record, uh creating it but that's neither here nor there. So, the next thing we're going to talk about is the we saw yesterday. Uh, what was that movie we saw yesterday? World War Z. And personally, I'm not a zombie fan by any stretch of imagination. I don't like zombie movies. I don't really understand them. So, I understand them, don't get me wrong, but I just don't understand how you can have like these zombies come out of nowhere and start, you know, you know, undead people who either some one moment they're fast and then the next moment they're slow. So, but in this movie they're pretty much fast the whole time. So, yeah, <laughs> it was it was parts of it was very comical. So, yeah. but uh, I as a whole, I you know what I, I did kind of enjoy the movie. I I thought it was a, a pretty good movie. Um, I would. Most people now keep in mind I watch movies uh, matinee, so I pay less money as opposed to watching it at regular peak times. So, for the amount of money I spent on a movie, well, actually, you bought the tickets this time, yeah, but that, uh, that don't matter. But, uh, the amount of money that we spend on a, a movie for a matinee, I have no problem watching matinees, uh, if not straight up free for, um. Any type of movie, but I, for a matinee price, I thought it was pretty good. For a regular price, eh, it'll probably be pretty good. It depends on how much of a zombie fan you are, and unfortunately, a lot of people. Well, it's not really unfortunate, but a lot of people are into zombie movies right now. No, you know, it, no, it
1: was really good. This this movie is one of the. You know what? I think this might actually be the only zombie movie. That was actually kind of terrifying because when I was oh yeah, scared, I it a couple times. I was you kind know, of scared. Chair. And you know, well, as I'm watching the movie, all I can think was, you know what? These zombies are the same zombies that are in the game Left 4 Dead One and Left 4 Dead Two. Whereas throughout the entire time that they're there, while well, they're doing is just bolting at you with no regard for safety and just rip you apart
2: well, Full speed.
1: It- well, in other zombie movies,
0: uh, I don't remember them ever like first of all, I never really watched that many zombie movies anyway. But this one had an interesting little plot twist and had an interesting um
2: uh,
0: uh way that they combat the uh zombies. And uh, I thought I thought it was a very thought out um and well executed uh way to pretty much tidy up the movie, even though they really didn't tidy up the movie, because basically what they did was, they um, they had the movie, um, basically what they did was, they basically made the movie available so that maybe there's a World War Z2 that comes out. Um, the way they ended it at least, kind of made me think that,
1: but hey, um, There's gotta be a World War Z2 or second, or whatever the heck they are gonna call it. World War ZZ, why not? But yeah, there's got to be another one. Just
0: just based upon the way that they actually ended the movie. But other than that, I thought the movie was actually pretty good, and it you know, showed exactly it. Because the way the movie started in the beginning was like, you know, I wasn't expecting it to start like that. I thought it was going to start like, you know, they had they were talking about different things that have been going on in real life between H1 and N1, and everything else that's been going on and how the weather's been acting erratic and all kinds of things. So, and they use actual, um, uh, news footage from real life in the beginning of this movie to set up everything that's going into the movie that's coming. That's, uh, the actual beginning of the movie. So, but if I had to rate it from, give it like, uh, one to five, five stars being the best, one star being, why even bother? I'll probably give it a, personally, being that I don't like at, uh, zombie movies, uh, I'll probably give like three and a half stars. I think it was probably good enough to see. I, I thought, I did really enjoy it, and it did give me, uh, it did scare me, not necessarily scare me, but it did um, maybe jump at least two or three times. So, and I don't normally do that in movies, whether they're horror movies or or anything else. Yeah, I don't do that ever, but I did the other day. And I was like, (laughs) wow, this is uh, quite interesting. So, and there was bits of humor here and there in it, but not enough where it seemed like, uh, I don't know why they're laughing and giggling and stuff when everybody's literally dying in this movie.
1: Yeah, I actually had to take some pulls from that electric cigarette in the theater just to get my heart rate to go down a little bit. Yeah, that was, that was
0: quite uh, interesting. Um, is there any movies that you plan on seeing soon?
1: Um, new movies? Uh, you know, there are a couple of movies that I had wanted to see, but I think most of them are, you can either get them on demand now, or they're on DVD, or, you know, something like that. I, I'm not even sure if, the movies are still in theaters now, because there were a couple of them. Like, uh, I wanted to see White House Down. I think I think that is that's still in the too Yeah, I think that's still in movie theaters. And um, I think The Purge. I wanted to see. I wanted to see The Purge. I wanted to see Fast and Furious Six. I kind of wanted to see the internship. I kind of don't want to see that. Kinda, kinda wanted to see it. Kinda, sorta. I mean, it looks like it might be somewhat interesting. I can wait for that to come well, out at least on Redbox. It looks black at the same time, so I can wait for that to come out on Redbox. Yeah, I, I know that there. I know some of these movies are still in theaters, but I think most of the ones I wanted to see are either going to come out on DVD or are coming out on DVD. Well, me personally, there's really only one.
0: Well. Fast and Furious 6, yeah, I could probably wait for that to come out. I saw Fast and Furious 5 in a the movie theater. Um, some of the other movies you mentioned, I probably... The Purge, don't really want to see that. Uh, Internship, don't really want to see that. Um, there is a movie that I do want to see. Um, I'm not sure if I want to actually see it in a the movie theater or not. Uh, maybe I'll go and see it with my girlfriend. And that's uh, Monsters U. Nah, uh, Monsters Monsters University. Monst- Monsters U was very interesting Because I liked Monsters Inc I actually didn't watch Monsters Inc In a movie theater I actually waited until it, got, it was on like HBO Or something like that, or Netflix or something like that But um, I'm actually Thinking about watching Monsters U In a movie theater If not in a movie theater possibly Redbox So Have you seen After Earth Or Now You See Me I, my, Well I know my girlfriend Wants to see Now You See Me I have no intentions of seeing Will Smith um, and his son on Earth quite some time ago. You know, quite some time in the future. I have no intentions of seeing something like that.
2: Right. I'm, not, Will, I'm not, I
0: I'm not. like Will Smith in certain aspects, but when he's in with his kids, I'm, I'd rather see his kids separate from him. I'd rather not see, you know, the Smiths go on vacation in a futuristic Earth. I'd rather
1: not see that. That I don't want to see. So, what about um, Iron Man three? Because I, I haven't seen I haven't I got a chance to see. I'm
0: contemplating seeing Iron Man three. And but, I don't know if it's still in theaters. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, but uh, it's about the it's probably soon going to be all, uh, out of the theaters soon. But um, the thing with Iron Man three is I've seen Iron Man two and I've seen Iron Man one in the movie theaters. Iron Man three I might want to see you in the movie theaters, but I've never I haven't seen I've seen Avengers one. I've seen Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 and that's about it. I've never seen Captain America in the movie theaters. I've never seen that movie, period. Even though it's available on Netflix. I haven't seen Thor, which is also available on Netflix. Yeah, I saw Captain America on Netflix. But what that's I am contemplating seeing is uh, that S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. I don't know if it's come out yet or not. But, um... Yeah, it's the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. It's, it's a TV weird. Show. Because in a movie, in the Avengers movie, uh... The uh, agent that dies is like the lead character in the S.H.I.E.L.D. movie, in the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. So I don't know if the TV show is before. I'm pretty sure the movie, the show hasn't come out yet. But uh I don't know if it's before the Avengers movie or if it's after Avengers movie. Maybe they have cloned him. And that's what I'm saying. Uh we I had that conversation at work and somebody was like, How can you bring they're like, if it's after the movie, how can you bring this guy back to life? I'm just like, it's Shield. It and is SHIELD. <laughs> they probably had this dude as a clone. They probably cloned all their people. Maybe so, he was a
1: machine or maybe he's a machine now.
0: Yeah, so I don't <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's a cyborg, maybe he's like cable or something like that. But uh, uh, I wouldn't really say Cable was a well, Cable wasn't really a cyborg because that was a technovirus eating away at him but I'm like you know, I'm not entirely sure how they're going to even go about doing that for that character but I know they're going to have other characters within S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, in this TV show and it's not going to be like other superheroes it's going to be like the people who are behind the scenes in S.H.I.E.L.D. like the other operatives and things of that nature uh, similar to that agent. I can't remember what that agent's name is offhand. but that don't matter. Yeah. But he died in a, a movie, so why? But I remember it off. Uh, remember him personally, anyway. But uh, speaking of TV, uh, and you mentioned about the game earlier, I attempted I to. Uh, oh, you know what? Let's go to our third uh, song. Our third song and our final song, which will be. Uh, Junju Spectra from Zue uh, This song is the opening song on uh, an anime that I'm also I'm watching on um, I believe it's on Funimation and it's called uh, Robotic Notes So that was Zui Zanzu Spectra from the anime Robotic Notes, their opening, their first opening song on that anime. So we're pretty close to the end of the show now. And the last thing we're going to pretty much talk about is uh, some TV we may be watching and, you know, what we plan on doing probably, you know, next week. So the TV, I, I attempted to watch Defiance, and I just couldn't really get through it. Um, I know really? Defiance is Defiance is. Uh, I have the first and second episode on my uh, PlayStation, and it's it's similar. It's it's taking like giving you more backstory on the game, the MMO that we meant that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and it's like uh, it's just not. It's not drawing me like it it's not drawing me like the um the game does. I don't know what it is. I'm going to attempt to buckle down and watch this uh watch this uh TV show, but it's making it seem like it's work for me to watch this TV show. <laughs> and you know, when anything feels like work, that's when you really don't want to do it. So, I'm going to try and watch it. And I'm the only other television show that I am kind of watching. Is uh, Arrested Development on uh, the new season on Netflix? I've seen um, that show, never actually watched it though. It just I, seems boring and dry. I like the show. Well, I'm a boring and dry kind of person, but <laughs> I like the show. And uh, I, you know, um, the son, Bluth, uh, on the show, he kind of reminds me of myself. Not in an aspect where the rest of my family are idiots. Only, um, it reminds me of, you know, just the way he interacts with his family to some extent. I kind of interact with my family the same way. Because most, I have, besides my brother co-host here, I have uh, four other siblings. And like I tell people all the time, I am the quietest one in my family. Because everybody else is just totally out of control. So... Yes, you are totally out of control. So, I said nothing. So okay. I not kind of trolls, see I... myself to some extent in character, uh, Michael Bluth. It doesn't help, you know. It does. It's not because he had, he and I have the same first name, but I just see a lot of how he interacts with his family, how I interact with my family. So that's basically and the thing, and the, some of the scenarios that happen, be albeit over the top um, are situations that could happen in a regular family so I enjoyed the I enjoyed the show when it was out originally I was sad to see it go away but I'm happy that Netflix has picked it up and made a new season out of it so you know is there anything that you're looking forward to that you're watching currently on television and or anything you're looking forward to seeing on television
1: Well, I am watching Defiance pretty much when I can. And I have been watching Game of Thrones also. I would watch uh, Game of Thrones with one of my favorite people. I can't watch it too much anymore right now, though, because I'm not really around too much. But, you know, the show is pretty good. And. You can watch it on my iPad. I have the HBO Go app. I mean, well, I could download it too, but, you know, I'd rather watch it with you. I'd rather watch it with, you know, a specific person. It's more entertaining that way. At least I think so. But um, when it comes to like Defiance, I have watched a few episodes. I didn't watch it from the beginning, but the few episodes that I watched have really been interesting and they had a lot of plot twists that were uh, kind of crazy. So I think I might have to um, keep watching Defiance also. Well, the first
0: episode to me just seemed so dry and boring that I was like, ugh. Oh i got to sit here and watch this right now. This is not going to look too good for me right now. (laughs) So maybe it's the other episodes that are more action-packed and everything else, you know. Oh, they definitely are. Oh, yeah. So that's our show for today. And uh, we'll be coming out with another episode sometime maybe next week or in a week and a half. And uh, have a good day. Thank you for listening.